Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday, June 21st, as we are heading into the last full week of June. Last week, not such a good day as we uh, had some major downturns, and we will talk about that more with Dave here in just a minute, as well as what's happening with Bitcoin and what the futures look like as we get ready to start this last full week of June, also the last full week of the second quarter of 2021. So, hey, with that, I hope that your summer is off to a splashing good start. And, uh, and Dave and I will be back here next. Point seven Highlands Light FM. Good morning. It is 78 degrees now. We're finally starting to go up in temperature primarily because, well, the sun's coming out. It's 8, 8.38 now. It took a while. It was supposed to be sunny, they said, at 6.40 this morning, according to the computer, and which is why we never believe computers. Let's check finances and see what's going on with your money this morning. Down to see, downtown Sebring we go. Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler is on the line. Philip, good morning. I hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. We did. We did. Had a had a great time. Uh, you know, kids came in and so uh, flew in, went over to Tampa, and uh, we were all together for Father's Day. So great, great time. And... Uh, so we continue. I'm actually at home this morning talking to you. So, so things are going well. We, uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk about a little bit is we're getting close to the end of the second quarter. I mean, this is the last full week of June. That's right. And we've got, we got a little ground to make up because the markets had, well, you, before we went on the air, I described it as one of those periodic temper tantrums. And, uh, boy, did we have a temper tantrum on Friday. The Dow fell 533 points. Standard & Poor's down 55 and a half. NASDAQ down 131. Uh, boy, when Wall Street wants to make a point, they can sometimes do it in living color, can't they? Yeah, they, they really can. And it's, um, you know, not just that. The Dow... Um, was down, let's see what it was down last week. It was down three, almost three and a half percent last week. And that is the worst week it's had since October of last year. Um, so, so incredibly um, pressure on them. Uh, even the NASDAQ was down last week, not much, but about a third of a percent. <clears throat> the S&P 500 was down almost 2% last week. So, so it was, uh, it was just a rough week across the board last week, Dave. I think so. I I haven't had a chance to do the math yet this morning, but starting out this morning at thirty three two ninety, I think that's a full five percent off the peak that we had some time ago, which would kind of qualify as one of those computer generated five percent mini correction numbers. And I I wonder if that's going to be enough to get a few buyers out of the woodwork and start buying again. You know that could be. That could be. That may just be what it takes to. Uh to get things going uh, this morning, a little bit of a correction on the Dow. Uh, it, it could ignite, and it looks like it may be igniting, at least at the open this morning. Yeah, and you and I are both looking at it and saying, okay, fine, things look relatively positive on the futures right now, and we don't know whether or not it's a bounce back from a uh, mini correction or whether or not just some bottom fishing. I mean, you, you lose a percent and a half in one day on a narrow index like the Dow, there are bargains to be had out there, and you got to believe some of the big money guys are seeing them. But, uh, that's true. I mean, because if we look at a, a percentage 
um, you know, the, um, the NASDAQ's not getting much of a bounce at all. The Dow, you know, even though, I mean, it was down almost uh, 1.6% yesterday or on Friday. Um, and, and as far as a bounce, it's not getting up. It's not getting that kind of bounce back today. Um, it's like six tenths of a percent right now. Yeah, we certainly aren't taking back what we gave up on Friday, but at the very least, green green ink is nice right. anyway. Among the things going to affect our money this week, before we get into the uh, last week of the month and the first of the next month ahead of us, is we're of all the things we need. Well, we got a volatile period on Wall Street to begin with. The Fed chairman Jerome Powell is doing his uh, quarterly update with Congress this week. He's going to be appearing in front of House committees and Senate committees this week. Can you think of anything that would calm volatility more than to let a bunch of pompous boobs like our congressmen and senators grilling Powell and trying to get him to say something dumb in front of Congress? Well, no, yeah, that's just not the smartest <laughs> use of time, energy, um, or airspace at this point. You know, we need to uh, and let's rally these troops and let's get something accomplished up there that's going to help, uh, you know, get us back on track and keep this economy rolling forward. Exactly. The grilling, you know, is going to be with the primary goal of getting Powell to say something he probably wouldn't be smart to say. And I've made it pretty plain over the years. I don't have a lot of patience with the uh, politicians on either side of the political fence. And when they drag the Fed chairman up in front of a congressional committee, my faith even goes down from the low point it is, it's at to begin with. That's right. The only, the only bright spot in that day may be that uh, they can't do anything else while they're doing that. So, uh, you know. <laughs> you, sir, are dang near as cynical as I am. <laughs> that goes away. Uh, tidbit stuff we got out there today. Uh, you got some information on Bitcoin. It's kind of interesting. Anybody that puts some money in Bitcoin can't be very happy this morning, can they? No, it continues to slide, Dave. And here's the reason why. Um, <clears throat> the um, China is cracking down on the uh on the bitcoin or not just bitcoin but the whole cryptocurrency um manufacturing groups because they're in the low power the low cost they're in the hydro area uh in china where they generate hydroelectric which is cheap and so they're tired of them using and getting the advantage of all that cheap energy so the deal is is by the end of this year they're going to close all of them down and they're doing a good job so far uh, I think there's been 26 um, areas identified, and the government's going to come in and shut those guys down. Wow. It, it does keep in mind that, you know, the people that make real good money with Bitcoin are the people, those really high-power, high-speed, power-hungry, as you say, computers that mine Bitcoin. And basically for the power bill, they get it for free because they're out mining and looking for the passcodes that get them more bitcoins. So uh, it's one of the reasons why China has not cornered the market, but they're definitely a dominant force in, a force in the bitcoin market. In a controlled economy like they've got in mainland China, i got to believe that gives the government the willies on any number of levels. Well, it does. And, and we're seeing a big slide because I think last week I saw Bitcoin up as high as like 41 or 42. Right this second is trading at 32,510. So down almost 8%. You know, Ethereum is down almost 11%. So we're seeing some drastic declines across the board in cryptocurrency. It's a, yeah, it's a, once again, it's something we've been saying all along. It's not a bad place to put your, frit, your frittering money around, but 
Anything you can't afford to lose, heaven only knows what could happen to it, if for no other reason than the fact that so much of it is being controlled over on mainland China. Uh, that's right. And, and we know we know what that could be like. Uh, yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> we know it's unstable and unpredictable. Other tidbits that I got out as much as anything, we talked about supply chain problems maybe being the reason why we've got an inflation challenge in this country. Found an article this morning that even the U.S. Navy is falling victims to that. They can't find spare parts for their submarines. I mean, kind of adds some credibility to the notion that, yeah, we really do have a supply chain issue that's driving the inflation. Yeah, you know, if they can't get it, that's definitely an issue. Um, yeah. I am kind of looking at the calendar just to kind of see what's out there this week in report and mm -hmm. economic reports. Um, nothing, obviously, today. Monday's always a light day. Uh, but we do have existing home sales coming out tomorrow, but it won't be until after you and I speak. Um, Wednesday, we have things like uh, new home sales. That, that's important. Again, that'll be after you and I talk. And then Thursday's obviously the jobless claims. They expect those to be down. Um, durable goods, and then we have, I think, the all-important last and final revision to our GDP, um, and they expect that right now to stay the same at 6.4%. If we can pull a pleasant surprise out of our pocket on any of those numbers, it might help our uh, volatility issues a little bit better. Yes, Setting sir. the table again for the morning, it was, like I said, a tantrum day on Friday, especially on the Dow, down 533 points. The other indexes were down one side or the other with a full percentage mark as well, so it was not a good day by any measure. 45 minutes before we open this morning, just how much of a bounce are we getting, Philip? You know, we're going to get a bounce. Before I mention that, let me just say that 30-year Treasury is also having some issues. Down, The yield is down at 2.01%. That's wow. what the government's willing to pay you for 30 years on a 30-year note. So um, that just shows you interest rates are still... Um, pretty low at this point, and the yields continues to drop. Um, so we've got the... What kind of a sock knocker on that, Philip, is the fact that's four basis points off of the delayed quote that I've got from 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then the 10-year, the 10-year Treasury is down below 1.5 still, and it's the lowest that we've seen in two or three months. All right. Well, that'll make the NASDAQ stocks happier, I'd imagine, too. We will. So so here's the, the way we look to start the morning. We've got the, the Dow up 203 points right now, which is basically six-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is up almost 16 points, which is a little over a third of a percent. The NASDAQ not moving up as much. It's up about $23 right now or, or a little less than two-tenths two of a percent. So everything uh, everything, though, is in the green until we flip to the commodity side of the coin. Now, we've got silver. Man, it has, um, I just think back to when it was almost, uh, over 28, and it's at 25.91 right now, uh, down two-tenths of a percent. Gold's up a third to 17.74 an ounce, and then crude oil's down a quarter of a percent right now to 71.11 a barrel. All right. Well, at least one thing's going in the direction we want it to. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oil. The only part that I don't particularly like seeing that is the fact that it's primarily based on the increase in the value of the dollar because of our uh, threatened interest rate increases. Overseas markets, it was a mixed bag in Asia. Japan had a terrible day yesterday at 3.29% down. Rest of the Asian rim primarily frittering either side of the zero mark. Europe is kind of looking at us and saying maybe, just maybe, it's positive halfway through their day, but none of the exchanges are doing anything really impressive, just a mild shade of green. 
This is one of those times, Philip, with the volatility going up and down, politicians getting involved in our monetary policy, where heaven only knows what my retirement accounts could look like tomorrow. Well, you can help me figure that out. How do I find you to take the risk out? Absolutely, Dave. Then give us a call at 863-382-0037, or they can even go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. A lot of good information there and access to our calendar. Join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. All righty, and we'll be back here again tomorrow together again on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. I'll see you then. All right, man. You have a great day. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week is off to a great start. If you like what we do, please like and share this on Facebook. Until tomorrow, have a great one. Bye now.